<laughs> it is Wednesday, the 28th day of December, 2022. And now I'm going to do what Bill Burr has done for like the last two months or so. Holy shit, I can't believe the year's almost over. Something along those lines and sounding nothing like that. Uh, so Christmas has uh, once again come and gone. And once again, I've been disappointed in what I've been gifted. Uh, the past decade or so, I've asked for literally the same thing. Nothing. It's not that I don't like gifts. It's just that I don't like the people in my life spending money on me. There's no point. I, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's a self-confidence thing where I just don't feel worthy of getting gifts. I don't need anything. I don't want anything. So when somebody asks me, what do I say? Nothing. It's not necessary, so I, I ask for nothing. And yet, <clears throat> I've yet to have a single person take my holiday wishes seriously. Not a single one. I am very lucky to have people in my life that have, uh, that even choose to get me something at Christmas because not everyone is so lucky. However, I'd be even luckier if I had people in my life that could make that that could make that choice to actually listen to what I actually want. Nothing. Save your money, please. I don't need a thing other than for you to just listen. <laughs> that was a very uh well-written, poorly read, open. Was it not? Um, I am fucking freezing right now. Freezing in this goddamn shed. It is appallingly cold in here. Oh, God. I'm looking at the uh, the little heater that I have in here. I now have two heaters. It says 47 degrees. When I came out here, it said 43. And I, I turned the fucking thing on it. Four o'clock. It's currently 8 p.m. as I'm recording this. Anywho, uh, this week I'm going to uh, hopefully talk about something that you'll find interesting. But, you know, let's be honest. If you've already got this far, you already know that's not the case. So, um, I'll be talking about the old uh, West Coast versus East Coast rap beef for some weird fucking reason. Uh, Christmas time babies, the retirement of hashtag dumb teams, jury duty, and probably for the eighth time, boner commercials on the radio. And look, I tried to tell you it ain't good, but that's all right here, right now, on episode number 144 of Complaints and Observations. Still, the most less than average podcast on the internet, with a host who's the smartest person in the room. When he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity. Guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations. With Dave LaPointe.
Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Holy ship. Adrift on this ocean. I have uh, mixed emotions by the stones stuck in my dome. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, hey, how are you? How's things going? Good? Yeah, me too. Um, I hope you are coming off an outstanding holiday weekend, uh, regardless of what you happen to celebrate. And look, nothing aggravates me more than, uh, you know, the Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays people. Why the fuck? Why does that matter? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. Of course, it matters to some people who just love to fucking argue over innocuous garbage. There's literally no point. Like, honestly, who gives a shit? Like, if somebody says one of the things to you, and let's say you don't celebrate Christmas, right? What are you going to do? You flip out? No, like you shouldn't. Just let it go. The same way if somebody says happy holidays to you, you don't say, nah, what's the matter? You can't say Merry Christmas? As if as if Christmas is like this. As if it's like a... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is for it. But look, Christmas in and of itself... Uh, has nothing to do with whatever it is that you these people happen to think it is, okay? So don't come at me with, it's Jesus's birthday, because you don't fucking care. It's one of the two days that you happen to go to church, so blow me. Secondly, it's nothing but a capitalistic uh, creation. That's it. I'm not going to get into this, because it's a, it's a boring, tired subject. Christmas. Bah! It's good for kids. That's literally all it should be for, is children. People who get all jazzed up over Christmas and then get angry about that dumb shit. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. You can't say Merry Christmas? What's the matter with you? Well, it's because I don't care. That's what it, I really don't care. Anyway, I got off track. <clears throat> uh, but seriously, I hope you had a, a wonderful weekend. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, some other, you know, pagan nonsense that that I'm not familiar with. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Ate a lot of food, drank too much, ate too much. Um... Yeah. Too much drinking. Jeez, I, I, I think I mentioned last week how much I thoroughly thoroughly enjoy alcohol, but uh, I, I am so tired of hangovers. I'm, to, I'm tired of feeling shitty after drinking, and I, I'm not, I haven't reached the point where I'm like, oh, i got to stop drinking. No. No, not yet. Not yet. I should tone it down. But I don't even drink that much. To tone it down, I don't know, who knows I think if I'm having this internal 
<clears throat> debate with myself, then it probably means I, I, I drink too much. I, I don't know. Uh, pardon me. But there were a couple days where I felt pretty lousy, <laughs> especially in the morning. So, so that's that. Um, I mentioned that I wanted to talk about the um, East Coast versus West Coast uh, rap beef from the uh, early to mid-90s. I'm not entirely certain uh, where that came from. The other day, I had California Love stuck in my head. And I think I think I fell down the rabbit hole with that because it was like, you know, at one point, these two gentlemen did not care for one another. And, you know, I think they squashed said beef for the for the most part, not entirely. Because, you know, two guys got shot and killed. But wait a minute, now that I'm thinking about it, hold the phone. <laughs> wait a minute. Back up the truck. Tupac and Dre were on the same side. You fucking dummy. See, this is why no one listens to this program. The host is a moron. Here I am, like, getting getting my rap beefs confused. Why did I think... Why? Well, because Tupac was born in New York, was he not? Maybe that's why. I don't know. It shows you how much attention I paid to the, to the beef back in the day. That, you know, close to 30 years later, I'm fucking up the, <laughs> the sides. <laughs> oh, boy, that's so bad. So bad. But And then, like the first time that Tupac got shot and almost killed, he was in New York. Was he not? Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's what happened. The first time it happened, he got, he was in New York. Yeah, it's weird. There's, there's no substance behind this particular topic other than I thought about it, and my thought was like, what was the point? <clears throat> I guess there's, you know, some substance there, but it's like, oh. My rap's better than yours. No, it's not. And we're going to shoot people. Ah, boy. <clears throat> it just goes to show you that the, you know, the gun problem. Been around forever. Since the 90s. And before that. <laughs> I am off to a dynamite start, huh? Whew. Dynamite. It's just one of these things that popped in my head and I, I you know, and it was something that, <clears throat> you know, they didn't like each other because of where they were from. Like, uh, who cares? Grow up. <laughs> listen, listen, rappers, grow up. I'm just too cold to be con uh, uh, coherent. <laughs> this is a special episode, too, folks. Um, very special. 
I have a voicemail later on from um, the first mom to call the show. I don't know if um, if Helen, the caller from a couple weeks back, who call, who dialed the wrong number, who, by the way, I took my buddy Matt's advice and tried to call back, and uh, there was, I got nothing. Just It just kept ringing. Uh, Helen may be a mom, I don't know, but she wasn't calling the show. <laughs> she was calling the wrong place. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. That's 10 minutes down the drain, folks. I just took 10 minutes of your life and flushed it straight down the can. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and another thing that popped up, I now know, like, I think three people with Christmas Eve birthdays and a couple people with Christmas Day birthdays. And I asked one of them uh, recently that I because I just met this guy not too long ago. And I happened to be uh, spending time with this guy. And I asked, now, was that planned? Did your parents try to conceive in order to birth you during the Christmas season? And he looked at me like I had 18 heads. And he said, I understand it's a completely ludicrous question. But I don't think it's entirely out of the realm of possibility. Do you? And he said, well, yeah, I do. I'm like, well, what the fuck? You mean to tell me that there's nobody on earth who doesn't try to conceive in order to have children on Christmas Day? I beg to differ, sir. And so it ended up being a, uh, you know, a fairly lengthy conversation. We got a handful of other people involved, and um, I think I came out the victor there, which is, yes, there are plenty of people that will try to do that. I just, you know, I don't see the point. But I'm not the one uh, making the babies. So, you know, what the fuck? My opinion is uh, useless. means nothing. Just like this, uh, this podcast. <laughs> it means nothing. Whew. I am just, uh, I'm struggling. <laughs> I was very excited to record this episode. But I had zero content. Zero. Uh, I even fished for a little. You know, I put out, put out, uh, you know, the, uh, the siren call on, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, how was your Chris- Christmas? Christmas. How was your Christmas? Call in. 617-657-4736. Call in. Complain about Christmas. What's the deal? And I got nothing. But I do have one, and I'm very excited to share that one uh, at some point. But let me try to warm up and then come back with a better segment. Stay tuned. All right, let's, let's talk sports, shall we? 
uh, because I've, as I've said multiple times on this program, it's one of the few things in this world that I uh, know little about. <clears throat> so, uh, for most of the season, I've been doing hashtag dumb teams. Actually, I shouldn't say most of the season. Probably, I got, I, I'm certain I got started late, like everything else. And uh, hashtag dumb teams was was there to showcase uh, what I felt to be uh, the the stupider decisions, moves, plays, etc., uh, by a given team during a given week. <clears throat> Well, a couple weeks back, uh, the Patriots lost to uh, the Raiders in the dumbest possible fashion. And I said, uh, okay, uh, after that, I'm retiring hashtag dumb teams. Because, I mean, nothing, nothing can be dumber. However, I actually had... Prior to the Patriots, both the Colts for blowing uh, their 33 to nothing lead and the Vikings for letting such a bad team run train on them for so long. It was a dual hashtag dumb teams, and one of those teams won. Then the Patriots came in and retired the entire fucking segment because nothing can get dumber. It was just one of those things where, you know, you, you're watching the return, not the return, uh, the, the handoff, and you think, okay, safe play, he's going to get tackled and go down. End of, uh, end of regulation. We're moving to overtime, and you hope that they pull it off, right? Even though they shouldn't even be in this position because that Raiders touchdown was not a touchdown. Uh, that dude was out of bounds. But... Whatever, you know, you, you kind of, you got to roll the punches, right? And when Ramondre Stevenson started, when he, when he lateraled the ball back, uh, I was instantly saying, uh, you know, what, what are you doing? What is going on here? What is happening? And then, you know, obviously, as we've seen a thousand times, uh, Jacoby Myers with the pass to, this is the thing that gets kind of, I've only heard this mentioned once, right? He's he's trying to pass backwards to Mac Jones. What what do you unless there's like a a chasm has suddenly developed in the middle of the field so that nobody can get to where he is. He's going to get 10 yards before you know the, the Raiders are, have swarmed him. So it, that in and of itself was stupid, but then the fact that you know it gets picked off running for a touchdown, and it's by Chandler fucking Jones, of all people. It was just really stupid. <laughs> oh, God. And all you could do was laugh. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Just uh, amazingly funny. And then this past weekend, Saturday, Christmas Eve, you have the Bengals come to town where... Uh, my brother and I were going to go to the game, but we couldn't find anyone to take the other two tickets. <laughs> we have four tickets. We couldn't fill the other two. Why? Because they stink. And because it was like four degrees outside, so we didn't go. 
And boy, am I glad we didn't go, because that would have been a waste of a day. The fact that Cincinnati was only up 22 to nothing at half was an outright miracle. Because they probably, I mean, obviously they should have had at least two more points. Should have been 24 nothing. Um, I actually probably, yeah, 25 nothing. I'm sorry, because they went for two and didn't get it. So it should have been 25 nothing. Missed PAT, missed two point conversion. So it should have been 25 nothing. And then they probably should have had one more touchdown, maybe. So in reality, it should have been 32 to nothing, Cincinnati. But the fact that they were only down 22, again, was a minor miracle. They get that uh, really great defensive touchdown, Kyle Duggar. I saw a stat the other day. No, today. The Patriots' defense has scored more points than the Patriots' offense. How is that? How is that possible? How is that possible? I don't believe it. So it has to be like defense and special teams. Maybe. I don't know. And maybe they're counting field goals. Who knows? But I couldn't believe it. I was like, no fucking way. This can't be right. But I mean, that, I mean, 22 to uh, end up being 22 to six. This was a bad snap. Folk had to do like a stutter step to try to kick the, uh, the extra point. He missed. Gaffs everywhere. Gaffs everywhere. Gaffs everywhere. Gaffs everywhere. That's not even... Yeah, see? Bad episode, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I don't know why I did that. They had one good drive all day. Two... If you count the the final drive, where Ramondre again fumbled the ball, theoretically he they probably could have blown the play dead before the ball came out. But these are the things that you have to deal with when you're a bad team. Sorry about that. <clears throat> these are the things you have to deal with when you're a bad team that makes mistakes all the time. Boneheaded mistakes constantly. And it wouldn't shock me. Honestly, it would be kind of like poetic justice in a way if Matt jo- uh, Mac Jones, if Mac Jones got suspended for the, uh, the stupid block, block quote-unquote that he threw I'm curious to see what the league does with that move. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So they stink. They flat out stink. I mean, I, I wish I want to go back and, and listen to what I said about uh, my my prediction for the year. I might have said nine and eight. I might have said nine and eight. And the possibility still exists that they could be nine and eight. I may have done one of those nine and eight, eight and nine things. I might have done one of those moves. I don't know. And quite frankly, I'm too lazy to go back and find out. <laughs> oh, God. This show stinks. 
they need a, I don't want to say a complete overhaul because I think the defense is okay. They're okay. I think they're going to lose Gerard Mayo. Gerard, Gerard Mayo. I can't fucking talk. This is brutal. <laughs> I apologize. Especially to any first time listeners, I apologize. It's usually bad. I don't think it's usually this bad. My face typically isn't frozen when I'm doing the show. So I'm going to blame that. Gerard Mayo's gone. Steve Belichick, I think, has actually earned his spot somewhat. So I'm very curious to see how that plays out. Um, I mean, the special teams coach needs to go. Whatever Matt Patricia's actual you know title is, he needs to go. But he he's not going anywhere. He'll be back, just not coaching the offense. Maybe he coaches the O line and does okay. Fine, whatever. You can't do both. You fucking dummy. <laughs> um, they need a at least at least one tackle. Maybe two. At least one. I shouldn't say that. At least one, probably two. They need uh, an actual receiver that can get open. That's what they need. They need a lot. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So that's uh, that's sports. Well, mainly just football. You know what else was really dumb? The, uh, the 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 moron who caught Aaron Judge's sixty second home run ball. He was offered three million dollars literally that night. He turned it down. It went to auction. What did it sell for? One point two million. My guess is that that dude's going to lose probably that point two, if not more, to the auction house and walk away after taxes with less than a million bucks. It just proves, it, it goes to show you, okay? Go with your gut. Listen to your gut. There's no way that guy's gut told him, oh, stick it out. Don't take the three million. Nope. His gut told him to take it, and then some other fucking little dummy probably came along. You can get way more than three million for that ball. As if anyone gives a flying fuck, one, about baseball right now, two, about Aaron Judge. They were throwing the guy meatballs for fucking three weeks before he finally hit that 60-second home run, so bugger off. That's right. (laughs) Bugger off. All right, two reason, well, one reasonably quick thing and then uh, another thing. Has anyone else noticed the now increase in boner commercials on sports radio? It's almost as if it's every other fucking commercial. The Northeast Men's Clinic in their revolutionary wave therapy. If, If you don't get a boner in office... Your visit is free. Oh. Ooh. Whoa. 
how, what do you, what do you do? What, I shouldn't say, what do you do? What do they do? How do they know? Is it a Ron Burgundy situation? I mean, are they checking out your trousers to make sure that you have a heart on? I mean, what if you just say no? <laughs> Sir, did you did you get an erection? No, no, I'm sorry, I didn't. Okay, then, you're free to go. There's no way that happens. I wonder if they like, okay, sir, drop trowel. Let's see that cock. Well, doesn't look like it worked. You're free to go. What? How, do, how exactly does that work? Who's in charge here? Who is the uh, erection viewer? Because I think that would make a difference, yeah? You know, if it's some old crusty guy, you know, demanding to see your Johnson... Johnson demanding to see your junk to uh, to inspect it for erection status. I mean, that thing's going limp. So my my assumption is that the Northeast Men's Health Clinic has attractive women or attractive men. Not everybody that needs a boner is straight. All right. All you, you lousy, gay-hating fools. I'd be very curious to know what that situation is like. <clears throat> Anyways, enough cock talk. Listen, I mentioned uh, jury duty. I had jury duty. Um, last, yeah, last Monday, had jury duty. Now, the last time I had jury duty, and I think I've mentioned this on the show, I got chosen and seated for a trial. And it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Anybody who tells you uh, that they want to do that, they have mental health issues. It was, look, if, if I had to choose, uh, okay, yeah, I'd love to be on a money laundering trial. Okay, fine, I'll sit in on that. Nope. What did old Dave get? Not a murder trial, but a, uh, I think it was like second degree or accessory two. I can't remember exactly because I tried to really block the whole fucking thing out. It was brutal. I mean, the the people that were that were coming in uh, to give testimony and to talk about what they saw or what they did, all depressing people, because it was a um, homeless slash drug addicted young man who was uh, stabbed to death by another homeless, drug-addicted young man. And so everybody that came waltzing through the courtroom um, had been 
addicted to drugs or homeless at one point or still were or still are, etc. And it was depressing. It was depressing. And you sit there and you think, how the fuck have we devolved so far as a society where this is normal? And then they put us on a bus. They drove us to the fucking crime scene. Um, you know, they showed us video of, you know, thankfully it was surveillance video. So there's no close up footage of this kid getting stabbed, but you know, what's going on when they show the video, when the prosecution's like, here's the video of so-and-so dying. Oh, well, that's exciting. So anybody who tells you that is. They have a fucking problem. Until you're forced to sit and watch that, don't say anything. All right? Don't do it. Thankfully, this time, uh, slow day, different courthouse. It was still very interesting. I was out of there by like 1 o'clock, so it was fine. But courthouses are a very interesting mix of emotions. Groups of people whose lives are about to be, or already are, or have been dramatically changed for whatever reason. And you don't know. I mean, obviously you don't know. I mean, some people coming out of some rooms, obviously you kind of figure out what it is. Oh, that's the probation office. Uh, Oh, that's the place where they go and pay their fines or whatever. But then there's like the, the attorney pool. Men and women who've been through this a million times and look entirely apathetic to the whole situation. I mean, frumpy dudes with, like, old ties that are, they've probably been tied for, like, three years. (laughs) The fucking guy doesn't know how to tie ties. We had somebody else do it for him, and then he just never untied it. So it's like a tiny, a tight, tiny knot. (laughs) Uh, an off-white shirt, <laughs> black khakis, and old loafers. Ugh, gross. Just looks terrible. The court officers making, like, a ton of money to do very little. And then the jury room just filled with people who don't want to be there. There were a couple of go-getters, though, let me tell you. Brought their laptop, typing away while they're waiting in the jury room. Like, oh, my my work is so important, I'm going to do it in the goddamn jury room. What? What? Bring a book or, or look at your phone like everyone else. You fucking hardo. And, and as I'm walking around, <clears throat> because they... Once we got in, they let us go for an hour, brought us back, and then two hours later, let us go. It was very strange. You always see, like, young couples in these places, and it's always, like, it looks to me as if the dude is always in trouble and the girl is just trying to keep his shit together for him. That's the impression I got twice from two different couples. It might not be accurate. That's just what it looked like on the surface. I was judging books. 
by their covers. Egads. And their covers were typically wearing way too much makeup. There's also a fucking ton of smokers outside of a courthouse. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I even wrote in my notes, weird, but it's really not weird because if you think about it, you got a bunch of people that are all stressed out, like, what's going to happen to me? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? See? Then they show you, like, a video. Right. If you've done jury duty in the last year or so, you've probably seen the same video. And they like interview uh, a bunch of people how excited they are about serving. Oh, yeah, it's my it's my uh, constitutional duty to serve. I That's what I want to be here for. I'm so proud. You're a moron. You're an idiot. Which is the only reason that you served, because they looked at you and said, wow, you're stupid, and put you in the jury. How do you think I got there? They looked at me and said, wow, you're stupid, and put me there. So stop it with your proud to to serve. Shut up. The prosecution will dismiss a number of jurors. It has nothing to do with your looks, your social status, or anything else. Bullshit again. (laughs) All right. So, good news. I am... To say that I am beyond thrilled... For this voicemail is uh, is is not doing it the proper justice. All right, for a couple of reasons. One, it's an actual mom, and two, because it's Bob and Don's mom, Bob and Don of the Quiet Violent, who I am told is getting ready to release some music. So. I have been promised by Bob that they're going to come on the show and Bob is ready to rip the music industry to shreds. And it just so happens that Bob and Don's mom wants to talk about music. See how it all ties together? Man, I am so good at this, aren't I? So sit back and enjoy The very first complaint from a mom. I should literally have thousands of moms calling to complain. Honestly, I should have I should have a backlog of mom complaints, but I don't. Instead, I have one, and I'm pumped. Hi, Dave. This is Luann. I'm Donnie's mom. I understand he calls in frequently. Um, He said I could possibly be the first mom caller. I don't know if I am or not, but I got a complaint. I um, First of all, I have to start by saying that I really love music. Um, I've been doing a gazillion concerts in my life. I like loud music. I like all different kinds of music. I'm a fitness instructor, and I play all kinds of different music um, for people. So um, 
you know, and again, I like it loud. I, my parents always said when I was younger, you know, that I was going to go deaf from all listening to all the loud rock music. I'm sure you've heard that before. But my complaint is I don't want to hear it on the beach. So I, you know, we go to this place in Providence Sound. It's a, a nice, quiet beach, okay? And last summer, you know, we just I just wanted my spot. We get out there early, get our spot. This guy comes out, and he's with his family, and he's blasting Latino music. I mean, nothing – I'm not saying anything about Latino music. I like it. I love Zumba classes. Again, I love music. But I want to hear it on the beach. Now, I can't even get up and move because, you know, he's got the whole beach, and he's listening to it. And it kind of ticks me off. So we go, we go down to Horseneck Beach quite frequently in, in Westport. And, again, you know, I go with my sister. We get there really early, you know, so we can get our spot. And then along comes someone with a radio, you know, playing it loud. You know, so now I have to get up and move my seat because, you know, that I've got there early to get because they're going to blast their music. Um, and it happened. I, I just got back from Aruba. Okay, so we're on a beach in Aruba. And now we're, you know, this couple comes by and they're listening to island music really loud. And, you know, if you want that, go to the beach bar. That's all. But, you know, when I'm on the beach, I, you know, I don't want to listen to loud music. I want to hear the waves. I want to hear birds. I want to hear, you know, kids laughing and playing. Um, I want to be able to have a conversation with the people I'm with without speaking loudly. Um, so that's my beef. Um, let me know what you think about it. I can't wait to uh, listen to it on your podcast. And um, thanks for letting me get it all off my chest. Merry Christmas, Dave. Happy New Year, and I'll be listening in. Thanks. Bye-bye. God damn it, yes. Yes! We have reached the pinnacle of complaining. A mom complaint, and it was a fucking beauty. Yes! Thank you, Luann. Thank you. My God, it was glorious. Just amazing. And 1,000% spot on. I don't think I could say thank you enough. Um, <clears throat> to, to Luann, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to call my unbelievably stupid show. And offer up a gem like that. And then thank you for Donnie. Thank you to Donnie, I should say, for exposing your mother to this nonsense. <laughs> You're a wonderful son. Um, I have never in my life figured out the whole... Like one person comes to the beach and, and or it's like... Look, because there's, I, I would say at every single beach that I've been to, and I don't go, I'm not the biggest beach guy, right? But every single beach I've ever been to, there's always been one person who is playing their music way too fucking loud. And I don't understand it. Like, why do you feel the need to broadcast your music to everybody at the beach? All you're doing is ruining the beach experience for everyone, except for yourself, because you're a selfish fuck. And there's no need for it. And it doesn't matter what kind of music it is. That's just how it goes. It's just your... 
you value your own enjoyment so much that you're willing to ruin everyone else's. That's what it comes down to. And she's a thousand percent right where you feel like you have to get up and move. But I mean, if you're going to a, a busy, crowded beach, where are you going to go? You're screwed. So 1,000% right. Like she's, she's spot on. You put in the effort to go to the beach. As a side note, <laughs> this is no reflection on you, Luann, by any stretch, okay? But the people who go, who get to the beach super early, ah, it's just, it's lost on me. I just, I don't get it. Oh, we got to get there early. We got to get there really early. We got to make sure we get a spot. We need a spot. All right, fine. <laughs> I like how she casually uh, dropped, I just got back from Aruba. Congratulations. I shouldn't say that. That's not nice. No, seriously, congratulations for going to Aruba. I've never been. I hear it's nice. Uh, also, shout out Horseneck Beach. That was one of the beaches that uh, my parents used to take us to when we were kids. We used to go there a lot in the summertime, Horseneck Beach. I almost drowned as a child at Onset Beach in uh, wherever that is. It's on the Cape somewhere. Wareham, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I almost drowned. I must have been like five or six years old. And I uh, went out a little too far and was having some trouble. And I was scooped up by a random passerby. Brought me back to my parents. I vividly remember this day. Vividly. I can literally remember, like, drowning and looking onto the shore and seeing my parents, like, just hanging out on a blanket, not paying any attention to their drowning child. <laughs> And then, before we left, I was being admonished by my parents for not going over and saying thank you again to this guy. Wait a minute, why? The more I thought about it, or think about it today, why am I thanking him? I mean, obviously, uh, he basically saved my life, but you should be thanking this guy profusely, not me. I didn't know any better. I was a small child. I'm getting way off topic here. Way off topic. Uh, I'm not surprised that Luann loves music, given that she has uh, two children who also apparently love music, seeing as they're in a band. And as I mentioned, uh, Bob has said that he wants to come on the show in a couple of weeks. Um, hopefully next week. I keep promising guests on this garbage of a program, and it just doesn't work out. I, you know, I was going to get Jimmy G from South Show Bar Pizza to come on, and I didn't even bother to ask. I still have another pizza-related person to get on the show, and I haven't even asked because I'm terrible at, at hosting podcasts. Just constantly 
disappointing lots of people because you know that's uh, that's how I've always done things. It's disappointed a lot of people, but uh, yeah. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed, we can make that happen. I think Tuesdays are going to be my regular recording day moving forward. Tuesday nights. Um, so you know, I'm hoping like Monday night could be well, not really because that's not going to work. Monday night's going to be like my working late night starting Q1, so that's not going to work. But Tuesdays will work. So maybe I could do like a... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, next Monday. That's not going to work, is it? Shit. Huh. Well, I don't know. I suppose I could stay up past my bedtime. Or I could just be an adult and, you know, stay up later. Wow. This is a lot of inner monologue, this program. Um, quality complaint, Luann, please, I beg you to... Any time you have a complaint, call in and complain. Vent. And then tell your friends to do the same. 617-657-4736. You can always complain. You have a home here now. Luann, you're a friend of a show. Friend of, <laughs> friend of a show, yeah. Friend of the show. Certified friend of the show. So call in and complain and tell your friends all about that time you called in to a podcast that three people listened to. And it was exhilarating. Probably not. <laughs> anyway. All right, as it is uh, Wednesday, it is time for everyone's favorite part of the show, the end in three gripes. However, before I get to three gripes, actually, no, I'm going to do four gripes tonight. Gripe number one is the fucking Red Sox again. Uh, I just saw Nathan Avaldi is going to Texas for two years, $34 million with a third-year option. <sighs> it just keeps getting worse. And I keep telling myself to stop paying attention and stop getting all worked up about it, but I can't help it because it just pisses me off. So much. What is our pitching staff right now, folks? What is it? What do we have? You know who's going to end up starting opening day? Nick Pavetta. Fucking Rich Hill just went to the goddamn Pirates. The Pirates! Because apparently Heim Bloom can't be bothered to bring back an old man who can actually do something. There's like four guys left from the last World Series. And one of them is fucking uh, Ryan Brazier. Awful. Just awful. Like The dude was nails. Valdi, he was nails for us. His elbow was held together with fucking Play-Doh. God, that, that 2018 team was, was phenomenal. They were so fucking good. And there's literally no reason why it 
the whole team can't still be here, plus some. I mean, that 2018 game that he pitched, what was that game? I don't know, three? Yeah, the extra inning game where I was, uh, it was my bachelor party down in South Carolina, and nobody could stay awake for the whole game except for my buddy John because we were all so fucking hungover from the day prior. <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> he took a loss, and he was fucking amazing. And then he whooped the Yankees' ass in the wild card game last year, which was great, 2021. Like, fuck you. Two years, $34 million, we let this guy walk. We could have had him back for that. They probably offered him uh, two years, $12 million. Red Sox baseball. But Fenway Park's going to be full. Because it always is. Because people are dumb. <clears throat> Gripe number two, Instagram. I'm getting more spam from this stupid fucking site than I ever have before. Uh, a variety of, uh, like, company ads and crypto shit and porn. I just, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I've talked before about the algorithms that these social sites use, but I can't for the life of me figure out why this is happening. And then, and even, I shouldn't even say that I don't, I can't figure it out because it's likely just Facebook bots like spamming the shit out of thousands of pages per second. There's nothing worse than seeing, and here's the thing, okay? I don't get a ton of like likes and notifications and shit on my Instagram page at Complaints Pod. So when I see, when I get a notification, like, oh, someone, you got you, you have three likes and a message. And I go and check them out, and it's three porn bots liking a, a story that I posted, and then a message from a, a crypto company. Like, oh, it never fails. And then the, you know, the first post that I see in my feed is an ad from Instagram saying, hey, save 10 bucks on your next targeted ad. So is that it? So if I spend money on actual advertising on Instagram, I'll, I'll stop getting this crap. That's my assumption. Twitter is now so fucked up. It doesn't matter what you do to ads. They just keep coming. That's how bad things are right now for that fucking cesspool of a company that this dumb fuck has, has messed up the, the, the site so badly that no matter what you do to an ad, the fucking thing is still going to show up constantly at the top of your feed every single time you refresh. So fuck you and fuck Facebook. And soon it's going to be fuck Instagram too. If this keeps up, not that it matters. <clears throat> Um, grape number three, fantasy football. I've mentioned recently how I've retired from all gambling. I'm no longer gambling. This one is a, is a year-long commitment, so I don't really look at it as gambling. But I do look at it as fucking dumb luck. Pure luck, 100% pure. And sure, you can pick a great team to start the season. But if every single thing does not break your way, you're screwed. 
So you, you, you might be saying, well, you know, hey, guys get hurt. Okay, great. You go into the waiver wire, and if you're not, you know, uh, in the waiver order in a, in, a, in an advantageous spot, well, you're screwed. You're not going to get the backup for that guy that just went out because whoever's ahead of you is going to have first dibs. So you're fucked. It's a guessing game. And you know what it is? It's always running backs. Always running backs. You might be better off just drafting four running backs with your first four picks and hope that at least two of them do well and make it through the entirety of the season without getting hurt. Because the odds of you getting lucky with a waiver wire running back are pretty slim. For example, a big fuck you goes to Sean McVay, head coach of the, what are they called? The uh, Los Angeles Rams. (laughs) What are they called? (laughs) Uh, So a big fuck you for being way too handsome. Handsome. Oh, my God. Way too handsome to be a fucking football coach. And for screwing my number two overall pick. My second pick. Uh, Cam Akers. Like, he didn't use him week one. Didn't fucking use He got like three carries. And then Cam Akers is like, yeah, I don't want to fucking be here anymore. I want to be traded. But Sean McVay's like, nah, we're not, we're not going to trade you. Uh, have some chunky soup. Uh, we're not going to trade you. And then what, what does Sean McVay do? Oh, he decides now uh, when they stink... And the bums ahead of Cam Akers are, are hurt. He's going to play Cam Akers. And what has Cam Akers done? He's performed like someone who should be a number two pick. God fucking damn it. Waits till week 14 to actually play the guy. And then he goes off. Cock. The league that I'm in is going to feature the number four and number six team in the finals. It's all luck. And I should just quit that shit too. (laughs) Gripe number four. Those little plastic things that hold tags to like clothes and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about. Those little, there's a name for them. I don't know what they are, but the little, little plastic things. Plastic is a massive problem on this planet. Massive. How have we not progressed as a society that we can't find a better way to put a price tag on a pair of socks? Why? 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 I, I ask that question rhetorically because I know full well why. Because they're cheap. That's why. But fuck them. I mean, god damn. They, they're, the, they're tiny little pieces of plastic and they're fucking everywhere. All the time. There are probably like the little thicker ends like hanging out somewhere in my house that have been there for 30 years. Then the fucking cats get at them, and now you're worrying about the cats, like, fucking swallowing plastic and shit. 
because the cheap company that has to put fucking 18 tags on a pair of socks. You don't fucking need it. You know how many pairs of socks I got for Christmas? 13. I got... No, was it 13? I'm sorry, 12. I got 12 pairs of socks for Christmas. 12. My mother gave me eight. She presented me with a box of socks. Uh, Hot sauce themed socks. There were seven pairs. Yeah. Remember when I said I want nothing? And it has nothing to do with the fact that she gave me seven. No, I'm sorry. She gave me eight pairs of socks. That box of seven, and then she gave me one more, like a like a winter sock kind of a thing. She got one pair for me and one pair for my brother. Regardless of what she gave me, I begged her not to buy me anything. I, I literally begged her. And then she gave me uh, like two Dunkin' Donuts gift cards, and I don't really even like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I wish she had just saved the money because it was, there was no need. And now I sit here and I have to fucking figure out how to get all these plastic things off, uh, these socks. My wife gave me some socks and I decided I, I got so frustrated with one pair. I pulled the fucking thing off and what happened? That brand new pair of socks now has a fucking hole in it. We're so stupid as, as like humans are so dumb and Americans are even dumber because we're lazy, we're cheap, we're fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, we're going to put these plastic things on these fucking, we're going to put two of them on a pair of socks. Oh no, people will be able to figure out that you need a pair of scissors to get those things off. Sure. Yeah, we've known that forever, but guess what? We get fucking sick of actually doing them because sometimes when you cut, what happens? You cut the sock or you cut the shirt or you cut whatever. Figure out a better way. Man, you don't need it. They are totally useless pieces of, of trash. It's, it's literal trash. And I hate them. I hate them so fucking much. I hate them. It's a good way to end it, right? Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Honestly, thanks for sitting through this crap because this is terrible. This was way worse than usual. Um, you know, I'm tired. I'm I'm gonna go to bed when this is over. Uh, I'm just tired. Woke up way too early. And then I had to go into the office today. Like Tuesday and Thursdays are office days. So I got to go in. It takes fucking forever to get there. Forever to get back. Wah! Cry me a fucking river. Uh, I'm pretty sure my office chair that I'm sitting in here is broken. So that's another fucking uh, notch on the old belt. Yeah. That doesn't even make any sense. All right, listen, go to uh, at Complaints Pod on Twitter, at Complaints Pod on Instagram. I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page that I don't do anything with. 
have a Twitch channel that I can't figure out. I no longer have a TikTok page, so fuck TikTok. That thing is a... Um, what else? I haven't got my Mastodon page set up yet. I'm working on post. I think that's the next one I'm going to try, post. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here, folks. 617-657-4736. Another massive thank you to Luann for calling in uh, and complaining. That's exactly what I'm here for. This is like confessional for complaints. Small, tiny, petty complaints like loud music on a beach. Love it. I Honestly, no joke, Luann. I love that. So thank you. Um, please tell your friends, tell your moms, as always, uh, take care of yourself, take care of each other and Godspeed. Ta-ta.